You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the episode. So this session is about finding calm in the midst of the storm. We're holding space for ourselves and for the ones in our lives. May we stay rooted and connected in this time of uncertainty. So I've prepared this episode after a night of a bit of tossing and turning. So this morning, I really wanted to focus my intentions on what I wanted to create today. And I did so with the song Heart Chakra by Beautiful Chorus playing in the background. And my intention is to bring comfort to your mind and to your nervous system. Typically, when you record a podcast, you don't really talk about time or place. However, I feel this is an exception. So I'm recording this episode on Saturday, March 14th, in preparation for tomorrow, March 15th. And yesterday was Friday the 13th. And the day before that, coronavirus was declared a pandemic. So I'm not one to watch the news. I probably have many listeners who feel the same. The news can be a form of fake media. However... I do feel there's a fine line and it's good to be informed, but no matter where we stand or what our perspective is on what's going on in the world right now, there most likely has been some emotions running through your mind. So there's some of us who are worried about our health, some our loved ones, our economy, our business, our finances, the way we lived may be changing quite a bit. So you may be handling this very well. You may have moments of ups and downs, and you may have had some sleepless nights where you're kind of up with the fear and the worry. I know for myself, there's also been a bit of a shift in perception, realizing that things that cloud our minds don't really matter. So in a sense, this has brought us all closer, and there are some benefits to all of this. But today's intention is I want to really focus on getting that high vibration back and taking some of that worry away because the worry really does not serve us. It does not help the situation at all. So before we get into this episode, let's set the intention and let's set that intention of finding deep inner peace. And I'd like to play this song by Beautiful Chorus. Thank you, Beautiful Chorus, for giving me the permission to play this healing song. Please let me feel in a 
The Magnetics of Feelings by Danielle Laporte. Feelings are magnetic. Each feeling is a beacon that attracts a reality. Love attracts love. Generosity elicits a generous response. Anger creates more things that could make you even angrier if you let them. What we focus on expands, so choosing to focus on life-affirming feelings is the surest way to create the experience that you want. So let's find some ways to feel better. Let's find the ways to change our focus to love and resilience instead of hopelessness and fear because worry truly does add fuel to the fire. I like to use nature as a bit of a metaphor. I think in times of stress and unrest, it's helpful to look to nature for examples. In this episode, I've broken it down so that we will be drawing on earthing and rooting and grounding, as well as flowing, feeling, and trusting. So being informed and grounded in our decisions and our knowledge, as well as being loving and high vibrational, So some nature elements to refer to, um, to feel what you are feeling. So we want to be feeling flowy. So flowing water, air, movement, and trust. So let's talk first about feeling the flow and the trust. Allow yourself to feel your emotions. Let it out. Let the tears flow if you need to. A tip is you can lay on your back in Savasana and you can just let yourself think about all of your worries and let them go. So that's an intention. I'm going to lay down and just let all of my worries and fears go. I really recommend pairing this practice with listening to the sounds of either ocean waves or rainfall. So you can find this on YouTube or any meditation app. Just search Rainfall. And my favorite track to pair this with is the Holosync. They have a track that's all rain. And I just love listening to Pouring Pounding Rainfall with that deep intention of letting go. It's very powerful. So this brings me back to one of my most spiritual moments on retreat. I was leading a meditation about release, and it was about, I would say, probably a 15-minute guided meditation. All the ladies were laying down on their yoga mats. They had their blankies to be tucked in with. They had their lavender eye masks on, the darkness in the yurt. I had dimmed the lights, and I had a few candles. And so throughout this guided meditation, I was just taking them on a journey of letting go. And the beautiful synchronicity in this was the moment I said my last word of the meditation, the moment I closed it, a loud clap of thunder came from outside and then followed by pounding rainfall on the yurt. It was just beautiful. It was healing. And my participants and I just surrendered. (laughs) We all just laid there for about 20 minutes to a half hour and we just focused on letting that water take our worries away. 
So after you've done that, if you're still feeling stressed, like say you're sleeping at night, some people deal with stress at night. They In the day, they can go through the motions, but in the nighttime hours is maybe I can't sleep because there's worry on your mind. So a tip that I've found in my life that really helps for times like this is to either get up and make myself like a warm tea or something, of course, caffeine free, or to just have a notepad on my bedside table and literally brain dump everything that's worrying me so I can deal with it the next day. I can find the resources I need or just just almost get that out on the paper so that it's not a constant loop in my mind of that worry. It's very helpful to write out what you're troubled about. going to focus on grounding. So some of the earth elements for grounding that you can picture is the earth, the soil, the roots of a big tree, the bark on a tree's branches, how the branches stretch out and meet the sky. And bringing that feminine element as well of the going with the flow, a tree is so, so deeply grounded and strong. It's like rooted, yet it can still have its leaves dance in the wind, and it can still have its branches flowing, bending and not breaking. So I think grounding is really a really good survival method of the times, actually. So do what you can to feel grounded. We ground to get ourselves out of our heads, to get ourselves out of that fearful loop that we are reliving and reliving. Grounding is always important, but especially when we are feeling unstable or insecure. So many tools to help with this. It can be just visualizing your feet planted on the floor, going down to the center of the core of the earth. Picturing your body as a strong trunk. Repeating the words, I am strong, I am safe, I am secure. I make beautiful choices. I take care of the ones I love. I do what I can in this moment. I don't let worry distract me. I really, <laughs> I love to use sage and palo santo. I love to burn those in my home. I actually took them to work yesterday along with my lavender oil to ground me. So you'll notice if you have sage or palo santo, that you really do feel the energy shift in a space. It's known to cleanse, and there's scientific knowledge behind this that it's not just woo-woo. When you burn sage leaves, you're actually affecting the ions in the air. So you're bringing negative ions into the air. Places that have negative ions are, you know, forests, parks, mountains, waterfalls, the air the dirt, the earth. So definitely, definitely get some sage to burn in your home. Get some Palo Santo. You can find that at any wellness shop or any new age store. And as you're lighting it, just kind of make that intention that I'm cleansing the space and you'll really feel that shift in your home. Another tool is essential oils. So I know I talk about these things often, but they really are tools that help me. 
So with most essential oils, you would rub on your wrist and have a deep inhale through your nose and a deep, long exhale out your mouth. And I've kind of put together some oils that you can choose from that will really relax you and calm you and ground you. So here they are. There's sandalwood. It has a really sweet aroma. It's highly spiritual and balanced. It's rejuvenating. It helps with stability and it gives you a sense of security, calm and clarity. Cedar wood, same thing, very sweet aroma. It's the wood of the tree. It's grounding, it's centering, it calms the mind, it quiets your thoughts. Ginger, it's the root of a plant. It helps with feelings of doubt, confusion, decision making, inner strength. Vevetir, I don't think I pronounced that right, but you get the idea. Very grounding and balancing, and it helps release extra tension. And of course, lavender, calming, peaceful, stress-free. And a tool that you always, always have with you is you always have your breath. The breath, I have this book by Ashley Rees, and it's really beautiful. It has breath work for basically every scenario. I'll just flip through really quick. There's breath work on intimacy, on gratitude, forgiveness, energy, dreaming cleansing, boundaries. She has like breathwork practices for anything that you want to feel or what you want to work on. But in the back of her book, she has this one paragraph or one sentence. And it says, the breath is the tool that is always with us, accessible at any time for calm, balance and presence of mind. So remember, even just to connect to your breath, let yourself breathe totally in and extend that breath throughout your body and a deep exhale extending throughout your body. You can do that for healing. I just want to read you her opening in her book, How to Breathe. When I read this this summer, it really, really spoke to me because I typically am the type that I am pretty creative and spiritual. So I'm very up in my mind a lot. I connect with the air element more But when I do think to connect to my breath and to the earth and to grounding, it is very, very helpful for me. So just listen to this beautiful dedication in her book. It says, To my younger self, who fought so hard and for so long to inhabit her body, to anyone who has struggled to be with themselves, to all those who cultivate the space to exhale, to the ever-expanding desire for presence, to the life force that pulses through each and every breath, to resilience. So now I think it's time for us to get out those journals. If you are driving and you don't have time to get the journal out, as you know, I'll have them in the show notes, the questions, so don't worry about that. And I want you to think of somebody who makes you feel safe in any storm. How did they make you feel safe, held, and secure? In what ways did they hold space for you? Again, think of somebody who makes you feel safe in the chaos, safe in the midst of the storm. 
How do they make you feel safe, held, and secure? In what ways did they hold space for you? My next question is, how can you help somebody else today? Can you reach out and send them a little message that you're thinking of them or send them something healing or funny? So who needs you? Think of somebody who may need you today and how can you help them? Maybe share a meditation about releasing worry with them if they're worry words or just send them love from afar through a loving kindness meditation. Think of somebody who may be fearful right now, somebody who needs your energy, and how can you send them your love? It's a very well-known fact that if you are hurting yourself, if you are feeling low, you can instantly feel better by doing something nice for somebody else. And while you are doing your journaling at home, I have a few suggestions for music that are playlist for calm. So I came up with three artists. One is Enya. You may remember her from back in the day. Beautiful chorus. I played one of their beautiful songs at the beginning of the episode. They're all about the healing mantras and they just harmonize. They're just, their intention is so pure. Trevor Hall. And I really lately am loving some classical music with piano elements. And that's the really fun thing about being home. You'll be able to look through your playlists. You can find new music that moves you. Music is very, very personal. I can't wait to do an episode on music, but just notice what music heals you, makes you feel calm, and notice the music around you as well. You know, the sounds of the birds outside, or the wind in the trees. Just notice all of the beautiful sounds of life. So our minds are so, 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 so powerful. I still vividly remember the first time I truly felt the power we have to transform the reality that we're living through our minds, through our thoughts, through our beliefs. You know, similar to if, okay, say I'm going to bite into a lemon right now, you might feel your taste buds salivating because your mind is connecting to that feeling. It's the same thing like our minds are so powerful and just by visualizing things can happen. So if we could all just visualize the greater good, um, that's a really great thing to do. If you can't control what you can't control, you can control your own energy. So us light workers need to really focus on how we can cultivate that light and shine it onto other people. So do what you can to do that. I want to tell you about a story where I first felt the power of my mind. I was, I think, in grade three, so just a kid, and it was probably a Monday, and I really didn't feel like being at school, um, nothing new, eh? Anyways, I really didn't want to be at school, so in my little eight-year-old brain, I thought, hey, I'm going to fake sick today. So I said to my teacher, I don't feel good. I kind of had that, 
I don't feel good in my voice. I feel like I'm going to faint. And so my teacher said, I'll call your parents to come pick you up. Sure enough, it probably took my parents maybe a half hour to arrive to come and take me home. And in that time, my body actually fainted three times. So I was lying about myself fainting, but I was feeling the feelings of, oh, I feel sick. I was kind of acting. And to my surprise, I ended up fainting three times because my mind tricked my body into the fact that I feel faint. So I never forgot that. There's many things I forget about being a young kid and that, like, I think it'll be with me forever because that was really an awakening for me. Like, wow, we have the power to create our reality. I think a whole episode is definitely coming. That's a big topic, but we definitely have the power to create create our reality. For the people who are into sports, like, you know how it is. If you're really feeling the game, you're feeling it. Like, I was tall, so, of course, the basketball coach in high school really wanted me on the team, but I was very, very shy. My sense of self-worth was super, super low, so you can imagine how my mindset was when he took me into the gym and he's like, just try, just like, I want to show you, you'd be so great at basketball. He's like, here, take these balls and just keep throwing them into the hoop. You'll get it. And because he was watching me and I was feeling nervous and I was focusing on nerves and, oh, I'm not good enough, all of that, I missed every single basket. And then that gym teacher or coach, he then he probably realized what was going on and he came up to me and he said, just shut your eyes for a second. Feel yourself as a basketball player and visualize the basketball going into the hoop. Visualize that swoosh. And I did. And I got every basket after that. So, you know, pay attention to what your mind, where you're focusing your thoughts As Danielle Laporte says, feelings are magnetic. And then I also thought I would talk about Byron Katie. She, if you haven't heard of her, she's the author of The Work. So you can find her books at thework.com, and she has many courses as well. But I want to share with you the premise of what she teaches And it's really good to get you out of your mind, out of your thought, out of your worry. So it's very, very simple. It's five steps. Think of your thought that you're feeling. Ask yourself, is it true? Next, can I absolutely know that it's true? Next, how do I react? What happens when I believe that thought to be true? And then... The next step is really powerful. Who would I be without that thought? So I'm going to repeat that. Is it true? Can I absolutely know that it's true? How do I react? What happens when I believe that thought? Who would I be without that thought? And then the final step is to turn the thought around to its opposite. So I kind of just found this online real quick this morning, and there is an example that someone shared. So example, my teenager never listens to me. First step, is it true that my teenager never listens to me? 
second step. How can I be absolutely sure my teenager never listens to me? Third step. How does believing this thought make me react to my teenager? How does it make me feel? Fourth step. What if I didn't believe my teenager never listens to me? How would I feel then? Turn around. Turn the thought around to, for instance, I never listen to my teenager. Think of examples of this. So it kind of lets you take ownership and it it gets you back into control of the situation by controlling your brain and your mind. And, you know, we can also focus on some of the benefits of all of this. Resilience for one. The power to pop back and like keep pressing on. The sense of community. That's a big one. I did a post on Instagram last night just asking people, if you're feeling anxiety, how are you feeling comforted right now? And then I had the intention of sharing what people posted. And so many of you chirped in and it was so nice. Um, Things like getting outside for a walk, connecting to breath, um, baths, oils, loved ones, keeping them close. It is bringing us together, all of this free time. You know, we're all finding new ideas. We're slowing down. We're staying in. And we're loving more. Okay, in closing, just remember to stay rooted like the tree and let yourself dance with the wind. Let yourself be self-reliant on your own decisions um, but just try to be as peaceful and calm as you can all right i will see you next sunday have a great week if you'd like to help me grow you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it and you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.